that recovery piece, which is, okay, you've chosen some ingredients that, you know, there might be some research on, but then how much of it are you putting in there and how much of it is, is actually having an impact? And, and this is where, again, it's just like, I always read labels. I've, you know, I've been doing this forever. It's the legal athlete in me and I'm reading them and I'm going, okay, so you have five milligrams of something and the effective clinical dosage is 200. So I got to drink, you know, 40 of these to feel anything. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Feed the Machine podcast. I'm Mike Costelli, and with me I have Chrissy Barron. How are you doing, Chrissy? Good. How are you? Good. So today we have a special guest. This is a special episode. We have Thomas Walker on our podcast. So Thomas is one of the co-founders of Meta. Thomas, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Hey, welcome. Thanks for being here. Um, so... So basically, in this podcast, we're going to talk about Meta, what it is, um, and I'm going to let Chrissy take over right away, and she's going to fire some questions your way, and we're going to get you talking about Meta and uh, get some folks educated on, on, on what this product is. Awesome. Sounds good. So I think the first question would be just really simple, what is Meta? Uh, so Meta, we're, we're calling ourselves a natural awareness beverage. And that's kind of to, to juxtapose us against the typical thing that people are drinking now, which would be a, a recovery or an energy drink. And the reason we chose awareness, um, it, it is a mental component to it, um, which is important for us. But we also have a huge impact on recovery and performance. Uh, and that's a lot of our marketing message is going out to try to let people know that, you know, aside from an energy drink, which... Again, uh, is, is what people are going to naturally associate with this kind of beverage. We have similar idea behind us in that we're used to improve performance, both mental, mental performance and physical performance. But the difference being how we do it, and, and that's really what differentiates us, is, is instead of a stimulant, a stressor, we're, we're reducing stress, and that's what's giving you the energy and the awareness to perform. Nice. I like it. Why the name Meta? Uh, so meta actually is a, is a Pali word, which is kind of a, an old Indian language. It's, it's basically like Latin is for English, Pali is for a lot of the uh, uh, Punjabi and Indian languages, and it means loving kindness. And we just wanted to get a word that was easy to say, but that really kind of uh, had our brand in it that was we want to do something that's good for people, that's treating their body right. Uh, and, you know, we wanted to separate ourselves from people that were just creating products that maybe it makes you perform great, but then you just feel horrible after. And this idea of, of sacrificing wellness to increase performance, we wanted to have loving kindness in our products. So you're treating, you, you care about your body and you care about your, your life in general, not just that day's performance. That's really cool. That's, I know how hard it is to find a name, <laughs> URL. <laughs> 
with mm-hmm. a trademark in today's mm-hmm. world. So that's a really that's really cool. Uh, the creativity behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when did you decide that there was a need for this product in the industry that you're in? Uh, well, it's actually funny because this kind of ties back into my first interaction with Mike indirectly was he was uh, coaching, working with a friend of mine, Mitch Barnard, who's involved with this company. And Mitch was uh, your typical uh, caffeine junkie drinking eight plus cups of coffee a day and was yeah. strung out. We met in law school, so it, it's that's yeah. kind of the norm there. And uh, Mike was... Mike cut him off caffeine and put him onto adaptogens. And, and so I see Mitch drinking this weird tea that he had to buy at this random specialty store. And I was like, Where, what is this? What are you doing? And he kind of started telling me about, you know, adaptogens and these tea and, and why he was taking it. And I've always been super caffeine sensitive my whole life. I'm just, if I take a little bit, it just destroys me. So when he told me all this, I was like, this sounds amazing. Why is this so hard to find? And why is it just, like, it, it felt like it was a secret that there was a tea that could make you feel good and have these other benefits, and, and people just didn't know about it. And that was so, I started talking to him, I started the tea, and I was like, this is awesome, but I don't really like traveling to go. We had, to, like, the only place in Edmonton, Alberta, where we could find it was this raw foods grocery store in the middle of nowhere and it was on a back shelf and and so (laughs) I was just like this is this is obviously a great product and the idea of adaptogens um, but it needs to be something that's convenient and realistic and and the marketing the message needs to be out there that this is an option because I know how many people drink coffee because they have no other choice they're tired they're over trained whatever it is they need something to get ready and and this is the only option for them currently. Nice. Cool. I didn't, you know what? I didn't realize that was, that's where the connection came from. And that's, yeah. yeah. Cold turkey? Well, yeah, like that, that story. And I mean, we, we interviewed Mitch about this and he's one of, I think he's one of the only clients I've had who I've really um, taken caffeine completely away from. And then, yeah, initially at the time he was, he was crushing coffee. Like it was his, his sole <laughs> purpose in life, but like anything Mitch does, he takes it to the nth degree. And then I said, yeah, you know, you should maybe look into some adaptogens. And obviously because of Mitch's lifestyle, I thought these will be really beneficial. And then next thing you know, he's just going wild for this tea. And it it, it obviously helped him immensely. So that's interesting that that was the liftoff point. So that's yeah. very, very cool. Right on. So Chrissy, keep going. You're doing awesome. So what is the problem that you're trying to fix with Meta? Uh, I think... Our, our biggest attack here is basically just on, I would, to summarize, it would be just overstress people. And, and, and I think when people hear stress, a lot of times they're just thinking, oh, stressed as in, you know, I'm worried about my marriage. But stress is, is so many factors, whether it's coming from diet, whether it's coming from exercise, whether it's coming from the relationship or just your environment that you're in. And we kind of were saying, you know, being in, in the legal world and my co-founder, Ryan, he's an accountant. So we're both in the professional world that is extremely high stress. And then people kind of add on to that. You see athletes that are stressing their bodies in the gym and then coming home to another stressful environment. And, and to maintain this, they drink coffee and, and, or they will add caffeine and then they'll add sugar to keep them going. And all these things, just more and more stressors. So the problem we're trying to solve is just reduce some of that stress. And part of that is not putting those ingredients 
that are harmful in our drink, and the other side of it is ad, like adding adaptogens, which help the body adapt to and deal with stress. So it's our our overall message and 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 goal is to kind of reduce stress in all forms. That's perfect. I love that. Yeah, and I mean, not to not to maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. Why don't we get into it? So, um. Like, what do you see? What's one of the biggest issues you see wrong with what's currently being offered to, I guess, the strength and conditioning community as far as these these drinks, these type of drinks? So they're they're canned, they're carbonated. Everybody knows their brand names, but what's mm-hmm. what's the biggest reason, or what's what's the biggest issue that you see with them, or issues if there's multiple issues? I think for us, it, it was. I mean, there's two main issues. The first one is kind of, you know, the idea behind it is great. I like the idea behind a lot of these drinks, which is, you know, let's make something that's a convenient, uh, whether it's recovery or pre for performance, um, you know, the idea of that. I think there's great um, validity in those, and those kind of products are always going to have a place. That being said, it's what you give up to get those things, and that's where these drinks that are currently on the market, uh, I think, fall down is, you know, they're saying, oh, we've got some some ingredients to help you recover and then there's, you know, 30 grams of sugar in there. You go, hold on, like, what, you know, I want that part, but I don't want that part. Right. And, and the other side of it is, is just that recovery piece, which is, okay, you've chosen some ingredients that, you know, there might be some research on, but then how much of it are you putting in there and how much of it is, is actually having an impact? And, and this is where, again, it's just like, I always read labels, I've, you know, I've been doing this forever, it's the legal athlete in me, and I'm reading them and I'm going, okay, so you have five milligrams of something and the effective clinical dosage is 200, so i got to drink, you know, 40 of these to feel anything. <laughs> yeah, now you're speaking my language, I like that, yeah, and that's, that's something that I've always had a critical eye with, um, with these drinks, and I, I mean, I think you have to respect, like, the marketing power of some of these companies, and... Yeah, it's a nice, fun, tasty beverage, but at the same time, I'm like, why would I bother? Like, why? Like, you know, and that's something that um, Chrissy and I talked about this this morning, about the transparency of our company, Nova 3 Labs, is I've always wanted people to be able to look at the label and know exactly what's in there and realize, based on the studies, that yes, there's very specific components in there that have a specific effect because of the dosage that we have or the type of extract that we have in there. And I think that kind of transparency, we don't see that very often in the supplement industry. And um, when when I first heard about Meta, so Mitch said, hey, this is what's going on. This is what we got going on. I was like, oh, yeah, great. Okay, another another sports drink company. Big deal. And then he sent me some literature. And I looked at it. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting. Okay. <laughs> I, I like the idea behind it. And then I looked at the label and I was like, okay, this is a big, big deal. And I don't know if he talked to you the other day, but um, I said, hey, yeah, the label, I love the ingredients on there. And and for the folks listening right now, we're going to talk about those right away. But I said, there's a proprietary blend there. Would you mind sending me the exact amounts of each component? And I thought he'd say no. And he says, yeah, hold on. Give me a second. And we're not going to talk about those on this podcast because the proprietary blend is there for a reason, right? But when he sent me the proprietary blend and the amounts of every component in there, I was honestly floored. I was like, holy shit, okay, if I was going to make a product like this, (laughs) this is what I would make. And I was really, really impressed. And I'm not blowing smoke. 
and I'm not saying that, and we have no affiliation with Meta other than I really know Mitch, just casually. But um, it's, I'm like, why would I bother making a, a drink like this? Because now it's on the market. This is exactly something that I would use and I would tell people to use. So that is super impressive, I do have to say. So Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. And I mean, I think the... I would like to take credit for coming up with this, but I just, I went to the research and that's, you know, when in doubt, you know, as much as I know about supplements and as much as I can look into it, you got to trust where the research has gone. And that was our idea behind this was let's get clinically effective amounts and standardized extracts so that we're not playing a guessing game and we're not hoping for a placebo effect. This is, this has been shown to work and we know it's going to work so that People are going to get the benefits of this drink, and it's not just going to be a nice label or a feel-good kind of drink. This is going to be something that's actually impacting your life, and you're getting value out of it. For sure. Um, So go ahead, Chrissy. I was going to say, let's talk about the ingredients. Um, So what's in it, and why did you put it in there? Okay, awesome. Uh, Yeah, so... Uh, we our main kind of active ingredient blend is our adaptogen blend, <clears throat> and that's our primary guy and our, our best friend is rhodiola. Yep. And I think that rhodiola's, uh, ironically, it's one of the most powerful adaptogens, but it's kind of been ignored up until recent. But you're starting to see it, you know, become way more popular. It's it's blowing up in Europe. It's blowing up all over the world. And it's just because it's a very powerful plant that really, uh, it works. I mean, there's no other way to cut it is that it, and it has a very um, visceral impact, whereas lots of adaptogens are much more subtle mm-hmm. and they'll work over time and kind of uh, exhibit an impact that way. Whereas rhodiola is one of those ones that you take it and you feel it. You're, you know, every time people are sampling this drink or their first time involved in rhodiola in any form, they go, whoa, I feel good, you know. And this is why rhodiola has been used for so many different things is because it has that uh, effect. And so that's kind of our uh, our primary guy. Um, and then underneath that, we've got Panax ginseng. Um, and everyone you probably knows ginseng in some form or another. Right. It's been used for everything. There's, there's a few forms of ginseng. We went with Panax because... It is also the most uh, energetic of, of the ginseng varieties. Uh, we wanted something, obviously, the, the push behind that was we wanted something that you would feel with one use. We wanted it to be, you would get value out of the single can, not that you had to take this um, daily for two months to start to feel something, because we know that people aren't going to be that consistent with this. And so we wanted it to be worth the bang for their buck in a single dosage. Uh, and then we've got uh, Shazandra, which is another awesome adaptogen that just, it's, it's even less known than I think rhodiola, but yep. people have used the berries because they're, they're very tasty, and that's where some, like you'll see it in kombuchas as flavorings or in, or in teas, but it also has adaptogenic properties that have been uh, kind of, I wouldn't say ignored, but underutilized. And then uh, we've got astragalus root, and that's kind of the, the last one in there that's, I would say it's it's a, a much smaller piece for us, and that's uh, exhibits more of the the calming effect to balance out the energetic properties of the first two, the Panax and the Rhodiola, and then the other uh, ingredient we've got in there, we have some B vitamins. That we just put that in there, we put a small dosage compared to a traditional energy drink, which they they put a thousand percent of the B vitamins in there when you really only need a little bit. It's basically if someone is a little low, this will just 
help them, but it's you you know it's not going to be anywhere near enough to cause harm because you can you can run into trouble with overdosing on B vitamins, and that's where a lot of these hospitalizations from energy drinks have come from. Is the like you know two thousand percent of your vitamin B a day, right? Yeah, and yeah. Then we also have some taurine in there, and taurine. Um, it's some people I guess have seen it as a little bit. Uh, controversial in mainstream energy drinks, but it's it's more the combination with the caffeine and and the sugar that we believe is causing issues. And we see that there's you know the research is pretty clear that on its own, when used properly, it, it can exhibit very powerful effects in regards to performance. And so we included that, and we're pretty confident that this blend as a, as a whole works well together. Yeah, no, that's a very impressive blend for sure. And. Uh... For folks listening that, that, that use max adrenal, they use max capacity, they use max perform, um, all the ingredients aside from astralagus that are in meta are in all of our products, right? Yeah. So um, that's one thing that I started to look at it. I'm like, yeah, I, I know all these things. These, like, we, yeah. Like, so as an example, like, so we use a small dose of rhodiola in in max adrenal and in, in addition to a number of other adaptogens including schizandra but um we use taurine in our max perform with our bcas um in max capacity we have a very large dose of rhodiola because we want folks using that pre-workout and then we use a different form of ginseng in um in in both max adrenal and um and max capacity. So it, it was very interesting to look at that. And actually years and years ago, this prior to dynamic nutrition being around Nova three labs being around, I played extensively with Panax ginseng because the research mm-hmm. behind it, behind the red Korean ginseng, especially mm-hmm. in performance was very interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, this is a, this is a well thought out formula. Yeah. It's um, funny when, when Mitch sent me the link for this, I went and, and I was, you know, researching Nova three labs and looking at it. And I had, same thing. I opened up the ingredients and it was funny because someone had said, uh, on a forum was talking about one of your products. I think it was the adrenal products saying how this had changed their life. And I, and, and I clicked through to it and I was like, this is it. This is, he gets it. He's, yeah. he's on this wavelength because totally. Yeah. People, people that haven't been exposed to adaptogens, lots of times it, it can really have a huge impact in them, especially yeah. if they fall into that overstress category that where you're targeting with that adrenal product, which is if, if you're that super taxed, under-rested, overstressed, this, these kind of products can all of a sudden be just like the light switch to kind of feeling normal again. Yeah, no, that's for sure. And I really, I think a vast majority of people are like that. They I mean, this is common in North American society. Everybody's trying to do more with the same amount of time, right? And I mean, as much as you can coach somebody to, you know, okay, you need to, you know, change some lifestyle components, you need to wind down, um, people just aren't going to do that, right? But when I've seen the effect of these adaptogens on people, and this was, and I've told this story before, this was one of the reasons why I almost didn't develop max sleep, because max adrenal started to positively affect and i'm not pimping max adrenal right now by the way i'm just telling a story um it started to affect their sleep so positively i'm like i don't even know if i need to and that that gets into the parasympathetic activation and sympathetic right where everybody's really sympathetic dominant and we really need a lot of help to activate our parasympathetic nervous system or at least not have so much sympathetic dominance and you know, I could see 
typical, this would be my typical use of meta now that I've thought about it. And I'm like super excited <laughs> to get it, get a hold of it. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to have to buy a second fridge. But um, <laughs> it's like, you know, you go, you go to work, you get up in the morning, you go to work, you do your work, you come home and like, okay, I'm going to class. You go to CrossFit, you crush yourself. It's awesome. Um, you do your pre-workout, you do your post-workout. And I could see myself sitting around, chilling out, having a meta, you know, just like coming down from that high and all these adaptogens at that point in time would be insanely beneficial or flip that around pre-workout, something like the Panax pre-workout, the Rhodiola pre-workout, the Taurine pre-workout. Like it just makes so much sense. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, obviously I sound like I'm super excited about it. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's the ingredients. You know what I mean? The thing is I'd like to take credit. I, I would love to say that we, we developed this mystical pharmaceutical formula <laughs> that is doing this, but these have been used by everyone around the world for, for millennia. And we're just trying to say, hey, everyone else has been enjoying these. I don't know why they've been excluded from North America. Well, actually, I know why, because we're, we're terrified of, of natural products for some reason yeah. in North America. You can get pharmaceutical. Yeah, exactly. You can get a pharmaceutical approved overnight, but you try to bring in a natural health product that's an herb that's been used forever. And, and, and all of a sudden, they're saying, slow down, let's, let's look at this. You know, there's never been an, an, uh, any safety of, uh, or concerns with any of these ingredients that have been reported. Yet, yeah. drinks that are literally hospitalizing people, pharmaceuticals that are, like, you know, people have actually died from energy drinks, the, yep. the traditional ones, and they're still allowed. They're still, you know, you can sell them to kids. And, I mean, there's now finally a pushback to stuff like that. But for some reason, you know, it's it's funny to see how people really love the idea of meta and have really become, you know, have said where where has this been? Yet at the same time, we always are getting pushback from regulatory. We're always getting pushback from bureaucracy saying, you know, oh, what are these ingredients? Hold on, hold your horses, and, and we're saying these are plants. They're plants that have been used as healers. This is this is the most natural way that you can really have a positive impact on someone's health. Yeah. Now, we definitely understand that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Now, now you're. This is a Canadian-based company, correct? Correct. Now, are you going to be selling just in Canada, or are you also going to be selling or have it available to folks in the United States? So we're actually. This is this is perfect segue from that. Is that we uh, have kind of come up against Health Canada, and they won't let us distribute immediately. And basically, they're just saying. Because uh, it's it's a regulatory issue, but they used to have they have dietary supplements and then they have food products and and we're that sweet middle product that middle zone where we're using you know natural health products in a food product and so they've said we're not allowed to distribute um, commercially in Canada so people can buy it here for personal use we can't set up operations actually in Canada immediately we're that's why we pushed to the U.S. launch. And because we just want to get this out there, you know, we were waiting for Health Canada, but it was one of these things that, you know, people can still buy this, use it for personal use, uh, and we won't be able to get into, we're hoping that as soon as they, it gets, a, or people start using it in America, and we see that, obviously, this stuff, I mean, all these ingredients, people hearing this might say, oh, you know, these ingredients, they're, they're sketchy, Health Canada's worried about, every one of these ingredients is approved and yeah. sold currently in Canada, it's just that we're mixing it. Together. Yeah. Mixing it with water. That's Broke everything up. If, if we were less than 100 milliliters, we would have been approved yesterday. 
but because we're over 100 milliliters, we run into this nightmare. And, and I mean, this is just, I know so many products and supplements run into similar kind of issues with. Oh, that's a fact. So, I mean, um, yeah, dealing with Health Canada is like banging your head against the wall. And I mean, I guess from a Canadian safety point of view, it's nice to know you have a regulatory body that's really looking out for your health, but it, it, they take it to a really extreme uh, measure. Um, mm-hmm. the, I mean, the first formula for for Max Adrenal was actually produced in Canada, but then years later when I went back to think, okay, yeah, I would like to have it produced in Canada, produced in the United States, I started looking at manufacturing facilities and the hoops that you have to jump through to get that done and the amount of NPN numbers, yeah, without getting into it is, is really difficult. So I feel yeah. you there for sure. But um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so you said you're going to be, so you're going to be shipping from the U.S.? Yes. Okay. Yes. So we're, it's in, are you shipping, is it like, are you selling single cans? Are you selling 12 packs? Like how is that working? So we set it out kind of, we did uh, our, our minimum for the Kickstarter that we're doing is six packs. Um, you know, it's just hard shipping drinks, basically. The, the, the costs for a single is just, is you're basically paying double for shipping that you would for the drink. And we want to get it to people. So, you know, even on a six pack, we're basically almost losing money with the shipping, but it's just, it's important to us to, to reduce that barrier to entry so that people can try this product. Cause we're really confident, you know, anytime people are like, Oh, I'm not sure about it. Like, just listen, we'll, we'll get you a sample. You're going to believe in it because it's, we're not, this isn't like a infomercial S product where we want to ship it to you and then you'll just can't send it back or you're upset about it. We're happy to ha- like have people try it, and we know that there's going to be reorders. So we're starting with the six one, but we've been selling all the way up to you know flats of this stuff uh, pretty regularly because it depends on the person. But some people, if they know this stuff and they've been looking for a similar product, they're like, okay, here it is. Cool. Yeah. No. No, we don't understand because we eat a lot of the costs. I mean, our max recovery is two point one pounds shipping oh, that yeah. to Canada. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, so we didn't really talk about your Kickstarter yet. Um, can you go into a little bit more about that? Where can people find it? Um, I absolutely love the video you guys created. I'm jealous and I already told Mike I want one. Uh, <laughs> I'll I said, get well, video guys' contact. Yeah, cool. So yeah, can you go into that? Maybe where people can find it, what the URL is. And then we'll also put it in the show notes for the for the podcast. Yeah, it's kind of a tough URL, but it's drink meta, like drink and then M-E-T-T-A. If you just look that up on Kickstarter or just Google it, it'll it'll probably come up. We're we're up there. Um, The Kickstarter basically was, uh, for us, it was a way to just, we we were really believed in this product and we we were sampling it and running through our uh, initial kind of testing of it. Everyone was just giving us glowing reviews and we're ready to just, you know, get the first order and get it out to people. But with the beverage company, the minimum order supply that you're looking at these things is is basically like sixty to a hundred thousand plus cans. Wow. So it's very hard to do small batches of this, especially with these type of ingredients, specialized ingredients, specialized kind of production. Uh, so for us, we said, okay, how do we test that, that there's a market for this without a hundred thousand cans sitting in our garage? And mm-hmm. so we said, Kickstarter kind of hits the middle ground there, where if people are willing to to buy this before they can actually even taste it is really going to be a vote of confidence that the idea of the product and what we're going for is awesome. And 
you know, we're, we're very confident, again, that people are going to try this and love the flavor. That was something that we worked extensively on because we knew that, you know, obviously people can already take all these supplements on their own, but we're just trying to deliver it in a convenient and delicious form, and that delicious part was, was key. So we spent a lot of time in that flavor realm, and we feel like we nailed it. Uh, but I mean, we'll, we'll let people, uh, be the judge of that. But I think as long as we know that the idea people are in love with everything else, we can always modify. And so the Kickstarter is really there to gauge, uh, how much people like the product, like the idea and to get feedback. And this is going to be a great kind of, you know, soft launch for us before we try to take this really big. Nice. So what was that flavoring process like? Because when we originally came out with Max. <clears throat> Form, mm-hmm. uh, max capacity, max perform are supposed to be one, right. and they sent us a sample, and it tasted like just ass. <laughs> yeah. or, it was or yeah. We were like, no one's gonna drink this. We have to split it up into two because you know the the supplement the ingredients in in max capacity just didn't taste good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Tell me about, you know, those flavorings. Yeah, no, I mean, that was, that. that's honestly the biggest challenge with that. And even when we were just testing the active ingredients, how we started, like, pre-looking into the flavoring, we were just mixing the powders into water in our own teas in our kitchen. And drinking that was not a pleasant experience. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, so we, we put a lot of time in trying to get this right. And then the first flavor they sent us, it's funny because, the first flavor they sent us was, it tasted like a traditional drink, a traditional soda, which was just, you know, so sweet and so much in it that, I, I mean, myself and I think that most people are, that are in this uh, sphere, whether it be fitness or just wellness in general, their palate is not, they're not drinking four liters of Coke a day. They're not on the, uh, that hyper sweetened palate. So we said, you know, uh, we appreciate your, what you're trying to do with this drink, but we are taking it for a much more subtle flavor that is, we want it to be something that's light so you can drink it pre-workout. We didn't want it to, you know, coat your mouth in, in, with sugar or just that, you know, that, that taste um, yeah. you get from a lot of overly sweet drinks, basically. Um, so we uh, went through a, a number of iterations. We actually flew down to L.A. and went to the office and did about 75 different flavor variations, just back and forth, back and forth, wow. tweaking it. And, uh, and then from there, sampled it again uh, pretty extensively because that was a piece that we knew was going to be big for – we wanted – like, obviously, I think people will fall in love with the ingredients after they've used it, <clears throat> but the initial impression of this is just going to come from that first as a sip, and if they don't like that first sip, it's going to be hard to sell them on the ingredients. So we wanted to make sure uh, we really nailed it. So the, the final formula that uh, we used for the ingredients, it's – Berry ginger lemon, so it's just a little bit of blueberry juice, a little bit of uh, ginger powder, then the lemon juice, and then to sweeten it, it's some white grape juice. So that's just the easiest sweetener that you can use if you don't want to basically throw in high fructose corn syrup. And um, there's also some stevia in there. That was we didn't want to use any artificial sweeteners, so the stevia and then a little bit of the white grape juice. They kind of balance each other out, which gives it a more like full-bodied flavor versus zero calorie drinks. We looked at that initially. And I, and I think that, you know, it, it could work, but where it's at right now with the stevia flavoring is that you would just, you get a real kind of bitter aftertaste and we yeah. just, there is, so, you know, the white grape juice has six grams of sugar, which, um, it's, it is from a fruit source, but we know that's still, you know, 24 calories, but we figured that, that, that was a, 
kind of the middle ground between making this taste great and and still being able to per, be a performance product and to fit into people's macros and not be spiking their insulin like crazy. Perfect. Yeah, I like that. I don't think I don't think folks really appreciate how hard it is to flavor a product, right? Because mm-hmm. I get a lot of emails and people are like, "Oh, yeah, you know, I need this like can you make this without any artificial sweeteners and it's got to be zero calorie and you know, it's got to be this and I'm like I would really like to do that, but that is mm-hmm. almost literally impossible and mm-hmm. to have it palatable. That's the thing. Yeah. The palatability is really, that's a, that's a big part of, of, I mean, from a business point of view, from a product, you can have the best product on the face of the planet with the best ingredients, but if somebody doesn't like the taste, they're not going to use it and then it's totally useful or yeah. useful, sorry, useless. And then from a business point of view, you're not selling a product, right? Um, Mm -hmm. so there, there always is that compromise there. And I think you guys have come up with, um, I don't even know if I'd call it a compromise. That looks like a real, like I'm looking right at the ingredients. You guys have this really cool infographic that I think I pulled from your Kickstarter Mm -hmm. and it just, it's, it's lists the supplement facts. It lists the proprietary blend in there. It lists the other ingredients. And that's where, Mm -hmm. you know, you listed like the grape juice, the blueberry juice. And I'm like, I don't even know if that's a compromise. That's a really great, (laughs) that just looks perfect to me. So yeah, great. It's a great little infographic, and it, it gives is. you all the information in a sense of where you can actually understand it, where sometimes maybe it's a little a little too complicated, but I think you guys did a good job of um, explaining it in a way where everyone's going to understand. So uh, I think we're going to wrap it up here in a little bit, but I wanted to end with uh, two questions. So what is your goal for this company? You know, like, what's your, what, like, where do you see it in five years? And then where can people find you and the co-owners on any kind of social media and kind of stay up to date with all this stuff? Sure, yeah. Uh, The goal for the company, I think, we're really just trying to create a new product category in in being uh, kind of another option for caffeine and for stimulants. A, A new category, and that's where the natural awareness beverage comes in. Whether uh, that name sticks or you want to call it a functional beverage, we, we want to just make, basically bring adaptogens to the world. And, and, that, and we think this is the, the simplest way to do it, uh, to really bring them into the mainstream. You know, and that's something I would love for in five years from now, if you say the word adaptogen to someone, they don't think you're speaking another language. <laughs> and, and I think that, that you know, part of this wellness and fitness push is I think they're merging in a lot of ways and that people are seeing things that are good for your health or good for your performance. And a lot of, for in the past, I think there was always, those were seen as separate. You should just destroy your body so that you can perform now. But now that we're starting to see a little bit more longevity to athletes and we want to kind of extend that career and, and people aren't as focused about hitting a PR tomorrow and, and feeling horrible and, and never being able to work out again, uh, that there's more of an emphasis now on, on the on the wellness factor and that you feeling good and being able to perform 365 days a year is more important than just crushing that single workout so the the goal of the company really is to just create that that alternative we just want an alternative we want there not to be coffee or water and not to be a an energy drink or nothing we want it to be a middle ground in between that stimulant and and nothing cool so where can they find you so uh, our website is drinkmeta.com, and it's the same on all our social. So drink and then M-E-T-T-A. Uh, that will jump you out to everything. 
you can find out about myself in the About Us page, and my I'm obviously tied in with the company, so it's pretty easy to get in touch with me and read about our, our, our co-founder, myself, Ryan, and then we've got two other guys, Mitch being one of them, involved in the company, and then Andrew, our director of operations, and all the guys we're a tight-knit unit. We're spread out over the world. Uh, we've got one in Boston, one in Calgary, and two in Vancouver. So, uh, But we're all we're all really passionate about this, and we all actually have our own interesting stories. And we're hoping that uh, together we can kind of make this thing come, come true and make it into a reality. Perfect. Right on. Well, thanks very much for your time, Thomas. Um, I'm super stoked about this product. I don't I don't back many products that aren't mine because most of them are bullshit. Um, this is definitely not. This is something that is amazing, I think, and I'm super excited to, to get my hands on some for sure. But awesome. um, yeah, thanks for your time, and um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll keep everybody posted on what's going on with Meta, and everyone should like check out that Kickstarter, get these guys launched, and uh, yeah, Chrissy, anything else? No, uh, I'm definitely really excited to try it out. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you guys both. I'm uh, probably going to have to harass you for a discount code on some Max Adrenal after this. <laughs> until, until Meta is in my fridge, yeah. I'm going to uh, have to need something in the interim. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, okay. we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.